Hello again. I was going to put this on Lulu Island. But. Huh? Okay. So I'm digging down a little bit into mania. And <laughs> I went to chat GB. You know. Mania is a state of abnormality. Ab no, sorry. Mania is a state of abnormally elevated arousal. Putting on my glasses now. Mania is a state of abnormally elevated arousal, effect, and energy level. It is a core feature of bipolar disorder. I didn't know that. Hmm. Which is a mental health condition characterized by extreme mood swings. Mania is the opposite of depression in the context of bipolar disorder. During a manic episode, individuals may experience 1. Elevated mood, a pervasive and excessively, cheer excessively cheerful or euphoric mood. Check. That's kind of how I'm feeling now. I think because I'm addicted to social media and this is still kind of social media. Sorry to anybody who's monitoring me. Anyway, increased energy, a significant boost in energy levels, often leading, leading to hyperactivity and reduced need for sleep. Yeah, well, I used to sleep all the time and when I'm engaged in something that's stimulating me, I'm awake, I'm up, I'm doing stuff. Except when I was on the anti-psych meds on the Olanzapine and now I'm coming off them. The symptoms are coming back, which, I don't know, I just thought I'd come here and talk about it. Okay. Impulsivity. <laughs> Impaired judgment. Should I be doing this? I don't know. It seems fairly harmless, even if people are monitoring me, which I don't think they are anymore. Hmm. Anyway, uh, impulsivity, impaired judgment, and increased risk-taking behavior, such as reckless spending, yeah, check, engaged in risky sexual activities, fortunately uh, it was too much of a bitch for that to happen recently, or making impulsive decisions without considering consequences, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Racing thoughts, a rapid flow of thoughts that may be difficult to control or slow down or <laughs> for other people to deal with. Distractibility, a heightened sensitivity to external stimuli. Yeah, I'm kind of carrying in my artist garret right now. Uh, which can lead to difficulty concentrating or staying focused. Yeah. While mania can feel euphoric initially, yeah, it can escalate to a point where it becomes... Oh, yeah, euphoric is something that just pops into my mind. It's like um, when you scratch an itch on your skin... It stimulates serotonin, and so you get this good feeling. But then, if you scratch too much, you know it. Then you know eczema, blah blah blah. You know, then you have a problem. It's kind of like that. The media mania is like that first scratch, and then after that, maybe you're always chasing the dragon and making yourself more uh, irritated on the skin. Okay. Yeah. While mania can feel euphoric initially, it can escalate to a point where it becomes disruptive and potentially dangerous. Severe manic episodes may require medical intervention. 
as they can lead to impaired functioning, strange relationships, and even psychotic symptoms in some cases. Yeah. Even psychotic symptoms? Oh, dear. Yeah, psychotic symptoms. <laughs> it's important to note that mania is a component of bipolar disorder. Do I have bipolar? And not everyone who experiences elevated mood or increased energy is necessarily experiencing mania. If you or someone you know is exhibiting symptoms of mania or bipolar disorder, it is crucial to seek professional help for an accurate diagnosis and appropriate treatment. Yeah. Thanks, chat GPT. So I guess the mania itself is addictive and then addictions feed the mania and then mania kind of yeah I can see how they converge together like that so what do I currently think is the status of me being actually factually monitored for being an actual factual online harasser and stuff and maybe in real life harasser um hmm I don't know, it depends really on how many people do this kind of thing. So, I mean, they can't monitor everybody. And how bad am I on a scale of somebody just an annoyance or somebody who would need to be monitored? Monitored. It's hard to know. It's hard to have that perspective because I don't know how many people, I don't know how common this is. I mean, I know there's chuckle fuckers, but I've kind of studied it at a distance, you know? Keegan, you're gonna grade Jim on his, how it is okay, I'm going to learn about manic grade. depression uh, from Jim Jeffries. First time, you're doing confidence? No, it's the second time. Second time, yeah, yeah, Kelly, good, good okay. You're doing confidence, and then I'm doing how hungry am I? Zero through ten. <laughs> what? We'll add those together, 21 through 30. Okay, okay. I'm okay. all right. You're okay. Forrest, come on. 11 through 20. Oh, uh, I'm fine. Let's get to this. Let's get to the questions. Okay. Let's get to the juicy bits. Let's see. What? They're talking about cricket? Oh, oh, I'm listening. I'm listening to... to... I keep going to call him Jim Owen. That's terrible. Jim Jeffries on his podcast, I Don't Know About That. Nine, uh, 17th of October, 2023. Um, good episode. Um, so far so good. And yes, don't think I'm being monitored anymore. <sighs> or at least it's just now down to this very slim possibility. Because it's sounding way more common than I thought. Hooray! That's what I've been wanting to find. What are the commonalities between me and other people? Oh, that's the sound of... My lovely support person getting me some stuff from the supermarket. I'm getting milk, cocoa pops. It's kind of a way of having both the chocolate sugar addiction, but also getting some slightly healthy calories into me. Um, what else? I just had I just had some fish, and I made because my support worker was here, and I had that attention. Um, I made a sauce out of lemon juice and tahini, 
which is really good, really healthy. Had it on some fish. Oh, yeah, Martina's getting some oven fries. She's got an air fryer. So we're going to do some really nice hot chips, we call them here, in Australia. But um, chips and gravy. So that's quite exciting. She's buying some Gravox as well. So I'll have some Cocoa Pops and then later some chips and gravy and then somewhere around there I'm planning to make meatballs. Alright, so I reckon I reckon I've had bipolar for a while. Um there's like as according to this person I listened to on Jim Jeffrey's podcast, uh Bipolar one is when you have, you're really manic. And then bipolar two is when you're hypomanic. Well, this is the difference, the main distinction as far as what's absorbed into my brain. Um, hypomanic is like a bit, not quite manic. The highs aren't quite so high. Um, but with bipolar one, you don't have so much depression. So that's why I think, because I don't have that much depression. So maybe I'm like bipolar one right now. If I am, I think I'm fine. I know I've got to stop, stop, stop with the weed. But that needs to be a taper off. Otherwise, my mind would break, I think. And I'm not doing too bad. Maybe I am bipolar two. Maybe I'm not at all. I know I need to get a proper doctor to tell me it's just you know waiting 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 so I do identify with what this guy who has bipolar is talking about and his experiences finding it quite relatable as well as some of Jim's stuff too and quite interesting about stand-up comedy and it's, uh, participants and how they can be quite Perhaps it's perhaps what they were saying could be said is that that it's um attractive attractive to people who might have bipolar or some sort of psychosis or some condition that lends itself to having those high highs and those peak experiences. So I don't know. I think that this could be just a natural state that some people go into since there's so many people that have to get medicated for it then I guess it's something that people have so I don't know I don't believe that God makes mistakes I mean I just think everything's some stuff (laughs) everything is some stuff so we can put parameters around it we can contextualize it different ways we can make it easier to understand by putting it in simpler terms but ultimately we're just drawing boundaries around things that we think are there but they can be useful and I think these are some useful boundaries to try to go well am I hypomanic am I manic because quite possibly I could have had bipolar 2 for a long time and possibly could have gotten medicated for it and been a lot better for it but who knows maybe not maybe not the medications oh 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 oh. did I mention before when I spoke to this guy on the mental health line that um that there are new 
antipsychotic medications that um, that don't make you put on weight as well, which is, I mean, I don't want to sound like it's all about that, but really it's a problem. 10 kilos in three weeks is too much weight, too fast. And I knew that I was going to rub it back from starving. I wasn't trying to starve myself, but it was happening. And then I could tell, ah, I think I've developed anorexia (sighs) because I care now. (laughs) Fucking care. Because so many people have said, oh, you look great. And then I got the new clothes as well. I got clothes that fit the old body size now it doesn't fit so comfortably thank god for all the Calvin Klein boxer shorts I got from Big W nine pairs still fit me now and <laughs> so on Monday when I go to my appointment I will be off the Alanspin for uh, five days or something so if I can just hang out till then and then see if they could put me maybe on some try some anti-psych meds um that I don't know I can't tell them what to do but um, that's what I'm hoping for (sighs) and then maybe I won't be so much into addictions and distractions and these high highs because I'll be I think I do prefer I prefer more of a mellow state I don't know like not mellow but I'm not someone that tends to like to get extremely drunk or extremely anything because it's too much. I find it overwhelming and I don't like vomiting and I don't like greening out. Like it's when you have too much weed and uh, yeah, I don't like feeling too out of control. So maybe, maybe I'm more bipolar two than bipolar one if I have bipolar at all because I know maybe if I was more of a manic person, I would be seeking those really, really high highs. I don't know. Maybe it's my own way of self-correcting and not going too far into a zone that I know would be bad for me. It's hard to say. I definitely need medical advice. I think I'm doing pretty well. I did, uh, as you know, I recorded it before, chat GPT, my, um, what mania is. Oh, uh, I think that's what I'm feeling now (laughs) getting up getting some of my non-sugar electrolyte water um I don't know I guess uh, psychosis therefore I might as well just lean into what the thoughts are so thoughts are if there are people monitoring me now that's all I can think about Oh, I hope my air conditioner's all right, everybody. Uh, yeah, it does give me a lift. I do when I think about, because if I'm being monitored, then there's somebody at the end of this recording, you know? Whereas otherwise, it's just some numbers. That's so boring. I can kind of imagine you sitting there. I don't know. You're just kind of like a bit of an egg of an avatar. Whereas usually in my parasocial relationships, I like to have more flesh on them bones. I keep wanting to know what is real? What was the real impact of my actions on people's lives? Maybe I don't want to know still because it would be bad, but the curiosity remains.
So I'm gonna publish now and just, I don't know, get myself to the meatballs. Maybe that's just the Cocoa Pops talking. But it was a great episode of I Don't Know About That. I hadn't li listened to it for a while. But it was good. And Jim Jeffries is a funny man. And a gentleman and a scholar. Hey, yeah, people of the world. Um, You know, I... <clears throat> I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to publish this because I do this. I've been, especially since I've been a bit not sure about myself on social media. Um, I have been making recordings and then not publishing them. I don't know how many episodes I've got sitting in here, but I don't know if I'll go back to them or what. <clears throat> but this one, this is going to be another one, but, um, I just finished listening to an episode of Will Anderson interviewing Carl Wilson on philosophy. It's on the 12th of February, 2019. C-A-L-W-I-L-S-O-N. Um, She's a um, stand-up comedian and she died um, a little while ago. And um, in this episode, um, she's talking about death and she says this beautiful thing about our souls, I guess, for want of a better word, being like, she described it as a little twinkle and she described it to her son as when, um, when you died, that little twinkle inside that makes you you, it, it just, it fades out. It goes. It goes, it goes, it just goes, as Kylie Mole said. To paraphrase Kylie Mole. Never mind. I thought since... I am embracing this concept of Christianity and what it means to me, which is Christianity means nonviolent resistance. The Old Testament means good infrastructure, but there's more to it than that. There's, there is some sort of twinkle. It's a twinkle that goes throughout everything. I think that all existence is a twinkle, actually, and that... The bits of us that make us conscious are just parts of that twinkle. I believe that consciousness, I believe in a, a panpsychic um, existence, which means that um, everything is conscious. Everything. Um, the, the sound waves that are coming from me, being translated through my phone, out into the ether, and then somehow to you, that's all the twinkle me that's all of existence that's all material that's it embodies consciousness and so god is like i've realized recently for me anyway is like a hive mind so consciousness is the collective consciousness of everything and then it somehow within itself collectively has a consciousness so I don't think bugs have like an individual consciousness, but I do think that they have a very smart, like a conscious hive mind. But that's kind of along the line of thoughts that I'm that I'm thinking of. Is that uh, yeah, infrastructure, Old Testament, nonviolent resistance, New Testament is kind of how I am seeing it at the moment. 
And so I am praying to the twinkle, um, as I've been calling it, the great context in the sky, which is like consciousness that's able to comprehend or able to hold all of the context of everything of someone's life or anything at all. A bug's life or your life or a, or the, the life of a rock or whatever it is. Um, whether that rock is worthy or not. Oh, and Mr. Purple Feet. Cal Wilson also said, don't forget people and make sure you tell people. Oh, people, person, hello, person there that's listening to my voice. You give me some purpose and meaning, so thank you. I'm really grateful for you. Even though you just show up as another number, it still means something. I still believe that that's reaching a person I hope this is reaching people because it just feels nice <laughs> okay um oh did that sound dirty maybe I'm a bit snotty because I've been smoking still even though I didn't want to as much when I woke up which is good so I'm hopeful for some new meds that don't make me want to smoke fingers crossed see fingers unseparated fingers crossed um, dear Lord, I'd like to say a prayer for Carl Wilson and for anybody who loved her or even just had her <laughs> just lightly brush past your soul. Maybe grey sounds aggressive, but I feel as though she's brushed past me in a way that's left me feeling better as a person, God. And so I want to thank you for her and for whatever circumstances brought her voice into my life right now. When I really needed to hear such a pure soul have done something that I could really empathize with when you let another human being down, someone that you were capable of loving in a moment and you you just turned them away, you weren't necessarily mean. But Lord, I know that feeling and it's awful, especially people who've passed and you can't make it up to them anymore. So thank you, Lord, for the reminder that for the stuff that I've done like that, that I'm human and that's just part of human existence. And that she's human and still beautiful and she died and Sarah might die, my sister might die. So dear Lord, thank you for helping me put all of that context together of Cal Wilson, beautiful person, made mistakes. My sister, beautiful person, might die. Like Cal Wilson has. And so I want to thank you Lord for bringing Cal Wilson into my life and into the life and into the minds and hearts of people that she's touched. So many people. Um, she was on a show, anybody who's listening, called Thank God You're Here in Australia. That's probably the easiest place to find her. And um, yeah, thank you, Lord, for this audience that I could be possibly speaking to now. And maybe their little twinkles will get a little bit brighter by listening to Carl Wilson, like mine has. And, Lord, I'd like to pray, whoever Mr. Purplefeet was, the man, 
the tenant that lived here before the tenant before me, whoever he was, I'd like to pray for him. Whatever happened to his twinkle, I hope that it's something really great in the afterlife because it sounded like living here might have been sort of shit. So I hope that his twinkle is very happy, wherever it may be. Even if it's just alive in me remembering him, the people here, it's rough and it's real. And I'm very grateful for all of that perspective and <coughs> Lord for bringing Father Bruce into my life. We will talk more about Father Bruce in the future. Oh, this is a weird podcasting prayer. Never done this before. Okay, let's wrap this up, Lord. Um, a prayer for Carl Wilson, the people that loved her and love her. And for me, in dealing with my grief and dealing with the situation with Sarah, just grasping it and just holding a space for it and not going mad. I mean, crazy mad, you know, not angry. Well, I suppose I could be angry at you, God, for what happened, but I'm not. <clears throat> I wonder why. I don't know. But, Lord, I'm grateful. Grateful for Cal Wilson. <laughs> I'm even grateful for Will Anderson. Oh, well, yeah, I am, actually. He just, the more I get to know about him, the more he seems like a very kind person, I think. I mean, you don't know, do you? until you meet someone but as far as I can tell I think Will Anderson is a very nice person and so Lord I'm grateful for him his podcast and the opportunity to listen to such a heartfelt chat with Cal Wilson I think I needed that so yeah thank you and Sending my intention for maybe lightening the hearts of others, like both by finding out about Cal and I don't know if anybody listening would know her. If, Lord, if there's anyone listening to this that already knows Cal Wilson and if they feel some kind of way, Lord, I hope that it's, I hope that it's a good. I hope they feel positive, Lord. That's my intention with this prayer. It's to lighten souls, not burden them. To make twinkles feel nicer, not nasty. Amen. Amen. <laughs>